come stop and take a trip down on my block where you see hidden potential young minds sharper than Ginsu and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from Dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from Benton Park to old north to west end the west side we blessed when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri our youth leaders get together and have a conversation about toxic behaviors and relationships in this week's episode of stitch cast studio They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Stitch Cat Studio. I am your host, Brandon Lewis, and I am accompanied by several members of our Stitch Cast. Today, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about being toxic. Mm-hmm. We're talk about toxic relationships, toxic tendencies, things that we ourselves do that could be considered toxic. So before we even start, what's everybody's definition of being toxic? What's toxic to you? Um, when I think about toxic, I think of um, something that's in a negative connotation and basically it has a negative effect on others. Got you. I feel that. First of all, anybody can be toxic. Everybody has a toxic trait or two. But to just like wholeheartedly be a toxic person, I kind of align that along with arrogance and vanity and narcissism. So like toxic to me is doing whatever you want, regardless of what boundaries you may have set with your partner to continue to satiate whatever needs you may have. That's a good definition. Who else we got? Who else we got? Well, the way I would kind of describe toxic is just, you know, it's just something that you may do or say that could be harmful to someone or it can even be harmful for yourself as well and negatively affect people. So that's kind of how I would, you know, define toxic. That's a good one. Yeah, I agree. So I would agree with all of those, but it's like when you hurt somebody on purpose, like you know you intentionally did this knowing that it was gonna hurt the other person. Like you just do whatever you want to just because you can. Got you. I like that. That's closer to my definition. Toxic or the act of being toxic was being willing to uh, mentally, physically, or spiritually uh, harm someone for a uh, selfish benefit, anything like that. So uh, there's definitely overlap in all of our definitions, which is good because now we can go forward all having the same idea in mind of what toxic is. That being said, how, how do toxic tendencies affect relationships? Yeah, I feel like obviously naturally being toxic ain't healthy, you know what I'm saying? Naturally, uh, it could have bad effects on the relationship. But like, get a little deeper than that. How, how, how do y'all feel like toxic tendencies affect relationships? What what does that look like? Both of the parties just get burned. Word, I mean, on some, on some hurt people, hurt people type stuff. I feel I that. would agree with that. But like also say that, first of all, depending on what type of person you are, if you're a strong person and you realize you're in a toxic relationship, the most logical thing obviously would be to leave. But if you don't notice right away, or if you're very forgiving, or you create what is called a trauma bond, then, um, or there's friends or family relationship for real, uh, whoever's on the receiving end could like, they could still be the only person for them. So they could still like, 
basically make them overperform. Like, oh, they're only doing this to me because I didn't do something or I didn't say something or I could have been better here or whatever. So I think uh, it probably brings out insecurities and messes with your mental health. I'll say that. Well, I say not only putting that person under a lot of, you know, emotional, mental stress, like that can really like affect how they go into um, relationships, you know, in the future. It can also affect like their behavior. They might start like, you know, having bad thoughts about themselves and then, you know, take that to a physical level, you know, just to, like relieve themselves. And they can also, you know, go into other relationships and maybe even start picking up on the, you know, toxic behaviors that, you know, they were exposed to and they can start falling into that themselves. So, I mean, I just, I can only think of negative things that it can affect the relationship with. Which makes sense. I don't, I don't know how many, um, how many moralistic uh, benefits come from being toxic. So yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you. I was gonna add, uh, it probably distorts the image of a person. Like somebody having an image and like somebody just like throwing rocks at them. I feel that. I was just gonna ask you which person's image is being like distorted, the toxic person or the person on the receiving end? It can be both. Yeah. If it gets to that point, is what I'm saying. Do y'all think it's possible to be toxic and not know you toxic? Yes. Oh um, yeah, I think people can be toxic when they seem to be. It's all because you know everyone comes from different places and backgrounds and stuff. So maybe they grew up seeing how certain people talk to people a certain way and they think it's not a problem with that. So yeah, you can be toxic without knowing. I feel that. But if you, like if someone makes it aware that you're toxic and you still don't try to change those toxic tendencies, then at that point you just don't care. What's an example of that? So I feel like if you do something to hurt me, but I didn't tell you that you hurt me and you kept yeah. doing it, it's toxic, but am I letting you keep being toxic to me? Mm -hmm. because I want this relationship or whatever it may be. I mean, I definitely think that um, being toxic, it doesn't always have to be intentional. But some people, they just don't have much self-awareness about themselves and they might not really notice how they're affecting others because they've just been doing it for so long and maybe people haven't called them out or they just don't really have much emotional intelligence and they can just continue to do things, you know, and not really know how harmful they can be to people. So I feel like toxicity doesn't have to be intentional. It can be unintentional. That's actually an interesting point. Now, uh, we have a question written down, can indecisive people be toxic? So outside of uh, not just indecisive people, but like, 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 like in your example, if I'm in a bad relationship or whatever, if this person is hurting me and I'm not saying anything, does that make me toxic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you could probably not think you toxic. Yeah, like you said, like you probably think you're not toxic, but what you're doing is probably affecting that person and you ain't saying nothing is what y'all saying, oh, right? Definitely. Y'all had uh, differing opinions on whether or not that makes the person that's silent toxic, which is good because we don't have to agree. We shouldn't agree with each other. On, but yeah. I like to hear y'all perspectives, y'all separate perspectives. So I believe that if I know that you're hurting me and I never say anything and I'm just accepting it to be with the person, I feel like that is a toxic trait to me. Like, why would I let you keep hurting me and I'm not saying anything knowing that it's hurting my feelings or you're doing something to harm me and I'm not saying that I'm just going to keep letting you do it. Right. So so you're being toxic to yourself by not right. you know, sticking up for yourself by protecting yourself and all that. Right. I feel that. All I was going to say is that Although I absolutely agree it's not smart 
if something's happened to you and not saying nothing. But there's like a million different reasons someone may not speak up for themselves uh, about that. They could have been in a relationship before and they tried to say something and uh, it didn't end well and they have PTSD from that. Or they were raised in an environment where you're not supposed to like speak out on things you're uncomfortable with. Or maybe they're just like not necessarily scared, but you know, very unconfrontational. So they're like, oh, I don't like this, but I can live with it. I would say that would make them more, not necessarily coward, but. You mean like numb to it? Some, yeah, you would, you probably get numb after a while just being used to it because you resigned yourself to not saying nothing. So. And they can also be like a people pleaser as well. Sometimes, like, if they've been treated a certain way in childhood, like, you know, their feelings get cut down a lot, they'll kind of just try to please everyone, you know? Exactly. Exactly like that. So, you know, that's still not a good trait to have at all. But um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's toxic. Maybe misled, uninformed, ignorant, but not necessarily toxic. Does being toxic make you a bad person? No. Because we all have toxic traits. That means everybody will be a bad person. Everybody bad. <laughs> right. So I'm like, everybody got toxic, kind of toxic traits, but it doesn't make you a bad person. It's just that you need to fix yourself up in this certain area that you're not good at. So I agree. I feel like you're only toxic if you don't want or try to change those traits. If you know you ain't trying to fix it and you don't care, then yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to clarify, what makes someone toxic is in their intention more so than it is in the result. I like how you worded that. Yes, it is more in their intention than result, but you can still be unintentionally toxic. So uh, just, again, just to clarify, oh, mm-hmm. somebody who intends something good but has toxic results or whatever isn't necessarily toxic, but somebody that intended to be toxic but did something that had some good results can still be toxic is what you're saying, right? Absolutely. And I think that's like the distinction I feel like should be made is like um, looking at it from a different perspective. You know how people can have an anxiety disorder, like diagnosed and everything. And then you have regular people that don't have it, but become anxious. They get anxious at different parts of their lives. That's normal. And I feel like that's the same here. We have good people, bad people all up and down the spectrum that can be toxic and do toxic things and have toxic traits. And then you have people that are just through and through straight up toxic. I feel that. I feel that. Do you think that people that like toxic people are toxic? Um, yes, because what's that one thing people say? It's like, what you are is what you attract. So, yeah, I think people who like toxic people are toxic as well. I feel that. I feel that. That's a good point. So the question that I asked about the uh, intentions and results, do you think being toxic is tied more to the intentions that a person has or the results of their actions? the intention of the person to be toxic but I feel like some people could use that to like to be further more toxic like someone's telling you that you're being toxic in this way and you just tell them that's how you are or it wasn't your intentions and stuff but they're making it like aware to you that you're being toxic then I think that's the toxic trait within itself I get what you're saying for like you know how people got different types of the way they treat friends and how how serious they take friendships Uh uh-huh I'm nonchalant, so I'm just like, I'm naturally not caring. But if you're my friend, you're my friend. To me, that's enough. You know, I'm not the type of person that's going to call you all the time. 
even though my friend may want me to always call them and check up on them and, you know, be able to take them out or whatever, you know, go out with them. But I'm not really that type of person. I'm not always going to want to see my friends or nothing like that. So they might say something like, you you mean, you're not nice to me. Like, what? I'm not mean to nobody. But the whole time I'm being mean and toxic to her when I'm not even trying to. To me, I'm just being myself. I mean, I feel like I still treat everybody the same thing, bro. Most of I feel you most of Some people are just different type of people or whatever. I feel you more uh, introverted or whatever, more laid back or whatever. You're not the, you're not the go out and be around a bunch of people type of person. Mm-hmm. And some people are that way. And so, you know what I'm saying, when y'all mix match, because I'm the, I'm the same way, bro. I spend most of my time in the house. But when bugs mismatch that, they do feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Some people take it personal and all that. What do y'all think? Is being toxic linked more to your intention or your uh, order results? I think it's more to... No, I'm thinking it's more towards the intention of it. It's, it's cool to disagree. It's cool. Go ahead. I feel like I can have good intentions, but uh-huh. like he said, me and him are not the same people. So what you might think that's good for me may not be good for me. I might think that you're toxic for what you try to do and it's not good. It just depends on the person. Yeah. Are y'all compatible? Is it really toxic or y'all just not meant for each other? <laughs> I just feel like the toxic people probably calling people toxic. They do. So hold on, hold on. That's that's an interesting distinction though, because like you said, you said, uh, is it a toxic situation or are y'all just not meant for each other? Which is an interesting thing because can't two people that's not meant for each other become a toxic situation? Absolutely. Like two wrongs don't make a right. Most of right. So, so it's not necessarily mutually exclusive, right? Everybody, at least everybody that spoke on it seems to agree that you can be toxic, but not necessarily be a bad person, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, so so let me ask y'all this. It's a girl or a dude, whatever makes more sense in your head. They going through some relationship problems, right? And their reaction is to go slash their partner tires and all of that or whatever, right? Their intention is to prove a point or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? Their intention is to get even. Sorry. That's toxic. I don't care who it is. All right. Toxic. That's that's cool. So in this particular circumstance, it doesn't matter what their intentions are, y'all saying. If you feel like you, at that point, when you feel like you about to slash his or her tires, you need to... Yeah, you need to move away. Right, yeah. Now, if you go and do that, now, it's one thing to have a thought. It's another thing to act on that thought. That's pretty toxic if you go to it and just smash that piece of Most definitely, most definitely. And the reason I brought up the whole toxic uh, versus being a bad person thing is because I, I, I want everybody to understand that we all got toxic tendencies or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? And that, that don't make you a bad person. That don't undo every single good thing that you did, you know what I'm saying? Because, because you've done something toxic before or whatever the case may be. That being said, I know I mentioned this earlier, but I don't think we actually got into answering it. Can indecisive people be toxic? Um, it depends on the situation. Like, everyday indecisive is not toxic. But when it comes to, like, different things, like, um, I don't know, it could be different topics where it could be toxic. I feel that. I feel that. I feel like office toxic, I think. Hey, what's up, everybody? You know what's going on. It's time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right. It's time to pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitch's original piece entitled, Will They Remember? A while ago, I went strolling with a friend down some back streets. I thought that he was happy till he stopped and he asked me, what is the why of my city? Immediately, I thought, what a weird way to phrase a question. Pretending I didn't know what he meant when he said it, he 
unimpressed sighs and repeats himself, what is the why of my city? If we were to jump forward a thousand years, what would they say about my city if my city was no longer here? Would they remember Jackie Joyner, Chuck Berry, Red Fox, Maya Angelou, Dick Gregory, Miles Davis, Dred Scott? Would they remember how quickly bodies filled our cemeteries? Or remember that our city birthed legends because our city is legendary? Will they remember the struggle that kept my people in the slums or that my people used that very struggle to overcome? My friend thinks I'm a therapist. He's depressed and depression is more deceptive than appearances. Appearances can be deceiving and friends can be needy and friends can be greedy. My friend tends to meet me at the corner of broke and brokenness. He reminds me for a while what it's like to feel his hopelessness before taking a break from that to remind me of how alone he is and homie is a soldier. But say lately he done had this helpless feeling, this nervous wreck, unprotected feeling. He can't even help it feeling helpless feeling. And I can't help but feel it. He says, I used to be stronger than I am now. I fought harder, ran longer. When I had to stand my ground, I always stood taller than I stand now. It's very rare that I stand now. Don't want to stand out. And as I looked at his hopeless face, I saw the willingness to stay in a broken place. I thought, what would Rosa say? She'd probably tell you to stand up, tell you to stand out, that sometimes the best way to stand up is to sit down and would you listen? Or did you forget that we come from a long line of warriors? It is not pressure, but what we do with it that defines us. A cold unmind is mindless. It's pressure that makes diamonds and you are a diamond. So the next time you're stressed or you're scared or you're tired, and you're about to give up. Remember the fight is for the fighters and for all of your talk of love for Maya. If you were the caged bird, would it still sing? Because we are at war with injustice and we have no place for a dreamer who is too afraid to dream. They're not good for anything but the ones that are unafraid to dream. They're remembered as kings. And they're remembered as queens. Thank you. Have you ever been called toxic and why? I have. Y'all, nah. nah. Y'all out here lying. What? Both of y'all said it, bro. Y'all ain't never been, ain't nobody ever been called. I toxic. mean, I have. Uh, I can't remember. I mean, why well, I say I was called toxic is because, like I was telling you with the old story, Muzz wanna bounce up on me, say they missed me. I'm not saying it back if I don't really miss you. <laughs> is that toxic? No. That's not toxic. That's just uh, your feeling. That's just how you feel. It's the fact I just believe toxic is like when you burning something. Like you just hurt. You know what I'm saying? You just flat out just burning somebody. But if it's a misunderstanding or somebody yeah. being burned by you, they'll call you toxic. I hear what you're saying. I say yeah. I definitely have. Somebody called you toxic, girl. Yes. To your face. Yeah. Most deaths. I'm did like, you, girl, did you God, That's what I'm saying. Nobody never said it to my face, even if I would, if I was to be toxic. Oh, God, nobody never said it to my face. So how, how would I know? True. But mm. I have definitely been in a couple scenarios I've been called toxic. Mm. And I don't see it. 
It's, it's not let on me you. Say, let me say this. Y'all don't put me in a predicament that I need to be. So I'm that type of friend that I got your back no matter what. You can be like, we finna go do this. Uh, I, I'm with it. Then when we get done, bro, you is stupid. Why did we have to <laughs> Let me chime in. So basically you saying like, are you being influenced? I'm definitely hyping them up on the way. What yeah, we doing, that's what, what I'm we saying. Doing. Yeah, that could be toxic. <laughs> That's not toxic. That's a rider dog. I'm telling you, though. I'm definitely that friend. I'm definitely Uh, that friend. If you want to back up somebody because you feel like they right, that's cool. But if it's the fact that it's it's, it's towards violence or it's getting to the point that it's going to get out of hand, then that's toxic. Now, I'm saying, like, if you know that automatically always being some toxic stuff, why you always hang around them? That's kind of like being influenced. But wait a minute, because it don't start off toxic. Right. Okay, let me say something, because I do got stories like that, too, but at the same time, I always tell that person right from wrong. That ain't my relationship, so me, I'm not going to be in your business, first of all. But if you tell me, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to ask it ain't no pressure on asking. So if I ask, and I'm going to tell you right from wrong, regardless. I'm going to tell you right from wrong, but at the end of the day, that's your decision. But I don't decision. Give no advice on that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to never give no advice on that. Thank you. I haven't been called toxic, now that I know it. I am not, I have not been called toxic by anyone. I don't know if they ever thought I was. I mean, I'm not a perfect person. I do things that I shouldn't. I have to learn from them. But I'm definitely a person, if I do something that someone doesn't like, I'll try to learn from it and do better because everyone's different. And you, someone else may be cool with what you've done, but another person may not. It's all about learning people. That's how I feel. And I don't think that I'm, like, toxic on a daily basis. I can definitely do things that some people may not like, and I'll try to fix it. Oh, stuff. I feel that. Um, can everybody give an example of what you feel like would be a toxic trait? Being hard-headed. Being hard-headed? Yeah, I'm going to say the same. Word. Because I don't like fucking hard-headed people. It's like I can't get through them, you know? Uh, is that hard-headed yeah. or is that stubborn? Stubborn. Oh. Same thing. Oh, same thing. Oh, like what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? All right, cool, cool. I would say a toxic trait. I guess micromanaging. Like, oh, you know, this looks good, but if you do it a little more like this, it'll look better. Or, oh, you look great, but if you lost like two more pounds, sis, you would be fired. Or, or we're going out tonight, you know, I know the stuff you have is up to date. Maybe you should buy a new outfit. I know it's a word for that. What's the word? Ooh, toxic. Uh, what would you call it? Backhanded like, compliment. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like they're doing it in a way. It's not just like to be mean or say something. They also also want you to change that about yourself. They point out the stuff that you they want you to change, basically. Yeah, basically whatever they don't like. I, I remember micromanaging is being like when you at work and somebody just you know what I'm saying just over your head. Like, that. Yeah, nitpicking every little thing. Yeah, that's toxic. Yeah, same thing. Like, it can be at work, it can be used at home, it can be used with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your lover. Like, anybody can just nitpick over little stuff they don't like about you. Most of. Um, it's not just, like, a one toxic trait. It can be different things. Like, say, if no one can have, like, a conversation or a mature conversation with you and you have to always go from zero to 100, like, arguing-wise, and that could be with like friendships, relationships, like any type of relationship. And I think that's a toxic trait. Most of. People who be playing the victim a lot in situations and they try to make you feel bad about, you know, something that they did or they try to flip it on you, you know? Yes. Like, or like, 
Oh, like they always feeling sorry for themselves about every little back thing. They always question. put the blame and on you and expect you to like, them and all that. Like that's that's a very big toxic trait. That's a big. Toxic and they try to invalidate your feelings, like what you feel doesn't matter. And they like try to flip the light on them always. Like if you've done something great, like they'll flip it on them. Like, but what about what I'm going through? How are you celebrating your accomplishments and blah 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 when I'm not doing blah 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 and all that. You know, that's just toxic to me. That's just back to that question y'all asked me. It's just like, if somebody was to call me and be like, they in trouble. And it's like, if I ain't come to their rescue and they call me like, bro, you, you a straight buster. And it, it's like, we was never friends from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Been thinking well, you think that, they're not just disappointed because you think I'm a buster. If you were still a real friend, you would you wouldn't you wouldn't have that thought. You would have never told me that. You know, no, I feel like if that's how you feel, you can elaborate to me how you feel without me. Yeah, you might feel that way, but I'm gonna tell you why I didn't come. I don't like friends like that. Like I'll be supporting you all this time and I don't come to one thing that all of a sudden the stuff I did support you don't count. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel that. Yeah, that's a real good To point. me, man. People should know what you about. Like, why you trying to drive me into fighting somebody? You know I don't fight. That's toxic. <laughs> but no, look, though. So look, we all right, me and the bros on hood. All of a sudden, he pack off on somebody. What are you doing? <laughs> now I'm going to get beat. That's toxic. Trying to have somebody else fight for you. It's one last question I got for y'all. We've already established that everybody can be toxic and that everybody has toxic traits. So... What's something that you can do to improve your own toxic trait? Well, for myself, like if someone makes me upset, I wouldn't talk about it. I would just like keep it to myself and just leave people alone. So probably instead of doing that, I could work on communication with. Got you. I feel that most of um, I think I, uh, I was listening to this relationship guru and he said that clear, clean and honest communication basically eliminates the possibility of a toxic relationship. I don't know if it eliminates it 100%, but I think it definitely does a lot. When, when, when communication is good and clean, uh, it makes it easier to have a healthy relationship. Anybody else? Acknowledge them and uh, get some help on, you know? Just, I was just gonna say just exactly keep, what he said. Informing yourself on like, why did that happen? You know what I'm saying? Just basically just getting to the root of it. Most find out what made it toxic. To help yourself, you know, recognize those toxic traits and you know, you know, be, do better, you know, is first just recognizing them to begin with. And then just kind of seeing like how you can do better. Like, how do I get to a different outcome? You know, like how can I, you know, change some of the things about myself to, you know, to make more of a positive, just like communicating with people, you know, and just setting certain boundaries and stuff. And also changing your habits as well and thoughts you know because it kind of starts as a, as a thought and then it turns into a behavior so just kind of like thinking differently can help you know your behaviors as well and what you say so yeah do you believe that being toxic makes you a bad person or are those are those things uh mutually exclusive um no i don't think being toxic makes you a like a bad person you might be like bound upon by others but it doesn't necessarily make you a bad person got you i feel that i feel that at least for me and the things about myself that I believe are toxic. I feel like the first step is, first of all, being brave enough and real enough with yourself to say, yo, yeah. I do some toxic stuff too. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not perfect. Yeah. A lot of people 
don't want to acknowledge, first of all, that they something like toxic or or any type of ism or whatever the case, because they feel like that that automatically make them one of the worst people in the world. And nobody wants to feel like they one of the worst people in the world. So instead of dealing with the flaws we got, we kind of push them to the back of our head. Like, man, nah, I don't be on that, I don't be on that, or whatever. So the first thing is to really give yourself permission to be toxic. And, and that's not to say, yo, you should be. That's to say, be real about where you at. You know what I'm saying? It's okay, being toxic don't make you a bad person. But acknowledging what you do that's toxic makes it easier. So uh, and to answer the question earlier, one of the things that I can do that can be kind of toxic is uh, not properly checking my emotions. The way I argue is kind of weird or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or in a lot of cases, it's kind of weird because I like to sit with my emotions or whatever before I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like why do I feel like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's really going on? Sometimes I, I forget to do that, you know what I'm saying? Or sometimes I might think that I'm mad at one thing, but I'm really mad at something completely different, something that ain't got nothing to do with the person that I'm going off on. And so I try to check myself with that. I got a little bit of people pleaser in me too. So sometimes, and I, I would say most of the time, I'm, a lot of the toxic traits that I have are toxic towards myself. Mm-hmm. I try real hard not to be out here making nobody else's life worse. But yeah, so um, if you're in between the ages of 16 and 24 and want to know how you can be a part of our Stitch cast or if you want to be a part of anything that Story Stitch has got going on, we got a bunch of interviews coming up, a bunch of podcasts coming out, a bunch of performances. We got a lot going on. We've been busy. So um, that being said, if you want to know about what's going on or how you can be a part of things that are coming up, you can go to storystitches.org. Uh, we got applications if you want to be a part of the Stitch cast, if you rap, take pictures, if you paint. Uh, anything that you're talented at or uh, if you just want to play a part in making your community a better place, then we got a space for you. So uh, make sure you go to that website and hit us up. Thank y'all so much for listening. Peace and love and we out. St. Louis Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts. Visit on the web at arts.gov. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Art Programming is provided by the Lewis Prize for Music Accelerator Award, the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lush Corporations, the Charity Pot, the St. Louis Violence Prevention Commission, and Recap. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitches. Story Stitches. Story Stitches. Story Stitches. Story Stitches. Story Stitches.